Hi, you've just tuned in to Movie Professors. Class is now in session. Let's start the show. with uh, Professor T and Bourbon Man. This uh, episode we'll be uh, doing power couples because Valentine's Day is about a week away. We figured that'd be interesting for you guys. Uh, if you're a first time listener, how we break it down is we get we do a list of 50 and we see where we match up and count, count the points, you know, teach you something about the movie, maybe some random facts, and then we ramble on a little bit because we love movies too much, but that's, that's our cross we have to bear. So thanks again for tuning in. Um, also, if you want to reach out to us for anything, you can email us at movieprofessors at gmx.com. And also, check out Sawdust City Candles because we're coming live from the Sawdust City Candle Studios on Facebook. If you need any kind of candles or check out the flavors Professor T has, so I'll quick turn it over to him before we get started. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, thanks for the intro, Professor J.B. Bourbon. <laughs> um, Yep, like you said, this is episode three. We're cruising along, having a good time doing these movie lists. Um, this is uh, going to be the power couples, uh, top duos, relationships, uh, just, you know, for Valentine's Day, not necessarily uh, guy-girl. There might be a few uh, zingers. Zingers, yeah, some bromances. Bromance. Wild cards. <laughs> It's going to be crazy. I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm getting but, excited. But like always, uh, we make these lists on our own, and if we happen to have the same answer, you're going to hear a special, uh, we call it a, a little treat for everyone. Yes. We've got a little sound bite to, uh, to play when, when one of us says uh, something on the list that the other one might have. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up here because I was about to wrap this up, and that's right. When we got a golden match, uh, Troy and I, we try to find a uh, appropriate-themed soundbite for the show we're doing and because it's with the power couples nobody puts baby in the corner <laughs> nobody puts baby in the corner you hear that that's a golden match it's a magical thing you got anything else to add Troy before we go no I'm ready to roll alright so here we go Number 50 with Professor T.J. Clover Lang for Power Couples. What do you got, Troy? Okay, started off, I got number 50. Lucy and Henry, 50 First Dates. That's Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler. Drew, I, I, yeah, they're in a couple movies together. I thought about putting them in there, and I don't, I don't have that one. Not that one? Not okay. that one. That's a, that's a good way to start it. Mm -hmm. um, 
So my number 50, this is a little bit older film, uh, John McCarthy, or no, it was Andrew McCarthy, right? Andrew McCarthy, Kim Cantrell. Mm -hmm. So his name was John Switcher, and Kim Cantrell was a mannequin named Emmy. So I got uh, John Switcher and Emmy from Mannequin. <laughs> also brought us a great soundtrack from uh, Jefferson Starship. <coughs> it will get stuck in your head if you play it, so I'm not going to play it. <laughs> good pick, good pick. Uh, I got a feeling you might have a match on this one, this next one. I, I don't know. Uh, I got I got Lois Lane and Clark Kent, Superman. Yes, I bet that, <laughs> that's a match, so you can mark that. But mm -hmm. actually, I have them for number thirty-three, mm. and in my notes here, I got nineteen seventy-eight Superman. Yeah, and my yeah. reasons were because like they had that earthquake, and then like she was like in the car, and they thought she was he was she was dead. So he loved her so much, he kept spinning around the earth to try to go back in time to bring her back to life. Yeah. I don't know what love is, if that's not it. Well, yeah. I mean, I wish he was here now. <laughs> Take COVID away. <laughs> he could. He could. On you, man. So num number 49, uh, this one's way in left field. Uh, play on words here because it's from the movie Sandlot. Oh. I put uh, Squints. Yeah. And Wendy Peppercorn. Because <laughs> in the end of the movie, when uh, when Smalls was breaking down what everybody did in their life or whatever uh -huh. happened when they grew up, it says Squints married Wendy Peppercorn and they had nine kids. That's a power couple. Yeah, I mean, she was. Power pusher. <laughs> you don't have that? Oiling. And, no, I don't have that one. Yeah, oil. Lotion. <laughs> no, I don't have that one. I love that movie, though. I like Squints. This match is... <laughs> no. Come on, man. Come on. You can you can do it, Squints. It's like a dead fish. <laughs> I'll, I'll stop. All right. Try to tell you number 49. All right. Uh, for, all right, yeah, 48 for me. <clears throat> we got, this is old movie. Anne and King Kong. And King Kong. Oh, with Jessica Lange? No, Fay Ray. Oh, oh. The original. Original, original. That yeah. is a hell of a pick. I do have. I mean, they didn't have no bestiality or nothing, but. No, no, no. It was true love. Physically impossible. He loved him though. Yep. That famous movie cover isn't it like where he's like the Empire State Building, I think. Yeah. He's in the background. Yeah. There's like a plane, I think. Oh yeah. That's a good pick, Troy. Yep. So, Honda me to keep her moving. Number forty-eight. From the movie Forrest Gump. Mmm. I got Forrest Gump and Jenny. All right, but uh, he tried to touch you, you know? No, I'm trying to make Troy laugh there, but <coughs> the thing is with Forrest Gump, you, know, you see the movie, he, he's a pretty innocent, um, I don't know if he's mentally challenged is the word, but he sees uh, the world a little bit differently than some people. I think he wasn't exposed to a lot. Yeah, and Jenny's a bitch, kind of, I'll say it, because like Forrest, like, he's pure of heart, like, he truly loves, they grew up together, and then, as you know, through the movie, they, they touch a couple times and obviously the movie is about him going to meet up with her at the end and you know what happens if you've seen it but for all the shit she like because like Forrest like I'll give you a good life man I treat you good Jenny but no she like shit pigs pretty much she like getting treated like shit so he's in the typical guy in the friend zone yeah. you never want to be there so but they, they, they had a magical relationship for all the shenanigans he still loved her Forty-seven. 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 Okay, Jane and John Smith, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Brad Pitt, Angelina, the beginning of Brangelina. 
in real life. That's true, yeah. That, that We brought them together. Mm-hmm. That, that's an honorable mention for me. I didn't think about it, but I didn't put it on my list. Right. I only did it because the chemistry was off screen, too. Yeah, like there was sexual tension in the air, obviously. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, but wasn't he still with Jennifer Aniston at the time? I think so. Kind like, of. How do you go from Jennifer Aniston to Angelina Jolie? I don't know. Like, because I'll give her credit, like in Tomb Raider, she's pretty hot. But overall, I don't find her attractive. Like Jennifer Aniston, bar none. Well, I'm gonna foreshadow something coming up later on in my list. Uh, you probably—I don't know if you saw the movie, but I'll, when it comes to it, I'll, I'll All give right, you so my it's like, explanation. It's like, I'll calm down, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah calm down. But I, I agree. Um, Aniston's way Yeah. To yeah. Me. If somebody put a gun in my head, uh, you gotta leave Jennifer Aniston for Angelina Jolie, and like just pull the trigger. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So Hopefully it's a score gun. Yeah. <laughs> so number 47, I know Troy's going to die here. This, this, this pick is so... It's from a coming-of-age film uh, from 1999. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Troy can't breathe because I joked about this, and then I like, you know, I want to put this in because his reaction when I tested him, he, he was, like, red and couldn't breathe. I think it's people are going to get probably offended, but this is just, just for to make you laugh. Let's be adults here. So this would be... Uh, uh, Jim Levinston, you know, the main character, Jason Biggs, Jim, and uh, him trying to find out what third base feels like, you know, because uh, it wasn't it. You like that part. What, what's third base like? Well, it's like warm apple pie. Uh, McDonald's or homemade? <laughs> so anyways, yeah, so back to Power Couple. This is just to make you laugh. Jim <clears throat> Levinston, have you seen the movie? And the pie yeah. that his mom baked. Right. Uh, and I, I mean, pie sales went up uh, like 60% after that yeah. movie came out. Yeah, so. he, he crushed that pie. I know I bought three of them. So. <laughs> apple, apple. Uh, I like <laughs> well, it definitely not pecan. It was, it, obviously, if you see the movie, you know what happens with him and the pie. I'm going to just say he smashed it, so I'm not completely perverted. Right. You get the point. And his dad walks in a very awkward moment, and then he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like there's a pie on the table. He's like, I guess we'll just tell your mother we ate it. <laughs> yeah. For all you people who like to eat the pie, uh, the middle parts first. I might want to start at the crust. Uh, I think the crust is underappreciated, undervalued. Well, it's safer, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For number 46, this is right near Wheelhouse, I think. <clears throat> Ferocia and Max, Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, man, I, that never even crossed my mind. Really? Yeah, that never crossed my mind whatsoever. Oh, man, I thought, I thought you might have that one on your yeah. list. Mad Max and Fury Road. What, interesting, I'm going to give you a movie fact here. Uh, was that, was that, yeah, the main dude was Ferosa, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Ferosa, you know, like, he had all his little goons that would be, like, they're, like, they're, like, suicidal maniacs. And they'd be, for, for hella! And they'd spray, like, that stuff The silver on. paint? Yeah. yeah, and then they'd just kill, so sacrifice themselves, if you will. So Ferosa was the main bad guy, bad dude, whatever you want to call him. Uh, interesting thing here is, you know, this tangent is, the first Mad Max film, that was the toe cutter, was... Something Keen, I can't remember the person, it was something Keen was the actor's name, but so it was interesting that like the first Mad Max movie, Toe Cutter, and Ferocious, the last one that came out, same bad guy, so I thought that was pretty cool that mm-hmm. they included. Well, I think the same director made all of them. George Miller? Oh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I should know that. He did. So I'm embarrassed there. So oh. thank you, Troy, for. <laughs> Uh, I'll pick up the slack where it's needed. And that's what he does. He, uh, Troy carries the show, I believe. Right yeah, now. My, that's my middle name, Slacker. Slack yeah. picker upper. Bunch of slackers. Slack John Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, um, 
so this one, this one, I, this one, I, it's an older movie. Uh, it's from an SNL skit they made in the movie. I've seen Ladies Man. Oh. With Leon Phelps. <laughs> got, got my cabassier right here. <laughs> so Leon Phelps, Ladies Man, if you know the SNL skit, he has like this little radio show where he gives you relationship advice, and often it ends with him, "We got to do it in the butt," or something like. He always says stuff like that. So anyways, in the movie, he gets fired from his radio station. You can guess why. Yeah, his advice isn't most helpful. And uh, not very, uh, doesn't pick his words wisely. doesn't think when he speaks, but he means well. So him and Julia, him, because like that, that was like the co-host from the show, because she kept trying to help them get land like radio gigs and kept failing miserably. But by the end of the movie, even though he loved ladies and making them feel good, and he wasn't in monogamy at all, but through the, throughout the time of the film, he opened his eyes and he fell in love with her. He loved his Julia. So um, Leon Phelps and Julia, I thought, was a pretty good you know, match because he went from the ladies' man to lady man. Oh. Where am I at? 40, I'm at 45. Yeah. <clears throat> Natasha and the Hulk Damn. from Avengers. Damn it. Only because she could kind of calm him down, you know. She had I don't think they ever really like had a hookup, but not in, at least not in the Hulk form. Yeah, that'd be bad. Whew. Remember that pie? Same. <laughs> oh, forget about that. <laughs> oh, so um, so the Hulk, Hulk smash. <laughs> Hulk angry. Uh, Mark Ruffalo was the incredible Hulk in that. Bruce Banner. Yeah. Yeah. So Mark Ruffalo. I'm sometimes off of my movie facts, but I can confirm Mark Ruffalo is from Racine, Wisconsin. Is he? Yeah, so I can I can too confirm that. So pretty interesting. That the he I think he's one of the best Hulks. If you want to talk about like Hulk movies yeah. throughout the years, because uh, that Eric Bana shit I don't know is that right? And then Edward Norton, come on, man, no, no. like I like Edward Norton as the actor, but the Hulk, get the out of here, man, yeah, get no. the Hulk out of here, get the I'll Hulk out. I'll, Smash stuff. There's not, so, well, not in here. There's a lot of nice stuff. Uh, yeah, I don't want Spanish toy <clears throat> stuff because uh, that's how you remember. This is our studio. Oh, the city yeah. studios. Candles and uh, podcast studio and Love Shack. Well, not so much on that one. Not when I'm here, though. <laughs> <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be wrong. And bourbon, bourbon tasting. Yeah, bourbon tasting facility. or Because we're bourbon aficionados with the, with the bowl of bourbon. But uh, get back on track here. Sorry. <laughs> Number 45, this was a box office flop. Uh, I don't know if Troy sees this coming. It was Sylvester Stallone in this film. Mm. I'm going to give you the name of the film first. A funny story I got with this film too, but I'll get into the movie couple and I'll tell you the funny side note. Stop. Or my mom will uh, shoot. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was, it, was a, it was a bust. Um, Estelle Getty? Yeah, Estelle Getty. It had its moment. So I put Joe because that was his name. He's a police officer. And his mom comes in the movie and she's always getting up in his business and stuff but like you look at the cover too where like Estelle Getty has like that revolver <laughs> so I put Joe and Tootie his mom uh -huh. as a power couple I just yeah it's an odd couple like I said the movie <clears throat> not really that great um it's a it's a flop it has its moments um I'd consider the rental category mm -hmm. uh for you get a couple of good cheap laughs um so the random fact with this movie is so Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, Stallone always competed in everything when it came to movies, lifting weights, 
everybody wanted to be bigger, faster, stronger, or be the best at whatever, or had the best movie line. So Arnold got sent the script first for the Don't Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. And he's like, this sh- complete shit. Mm. So he, he, he brings Sylvester Stallone, and he, he said, hey, you should, or no, no, what happened? I think still, he passed on it, so he offered Stallone, and Stallone called him and asked him, what do you think about this? Oh, yeah, I think you should do it. You should <laughs> do it. And uh, he told him that just to be it, like, just because it was so bad, he yeah. purposely set him up, so I thought that was pretty uh. fine. <laughs> well, uh, I got Stallone must have thought it was good. I mean, he did it. I think he probably regrets now making that movie. Forty-four for me. Uh, Shannon and Joseph, Nicole Kidman, Tom Cruise, far and away. I don't have that. No, uh, those guys ended up uh, in a, a relationship together also. For a number of years, they got a couple movies. Days of Thunder, I think, yeah. was their first one together that they met. Maybe. Yeah, I think. Why? Well, I think so. This one was around the same time too. I think this yeah. one might be earlier. Okay. <clears throat> so I think this one's ninety-three. Yeah, Days of Thunder is probably 94. Yeah. Or maybe 93, who knows? I did a couple movies at a time around then. Right. Uh, I actually, so number 44 here, a little bit newer one, uh, from Zach and Mary Make a Porno. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that has a Seth Rogen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's from Canada, by the way. I'm Bram Cougar, We haven't said anything about Canada yet, so I had to mention it. Yeah, we like them. Uh, sorry about that. So from Zach and Mary make a porno, of course I have Zach and Mary, because they're two roommates slash friends down on their luck, uh, their utilities get cut off, they can't make their rent, and they try to seek gainful employment, and what makes more money than anything? A very quick pornographic film. Mm-hmm. Well, been there. Yeah, yeah it's uh, has to all about that, actually. <laughs> yeah. True, before Rocky. Mm-hmm. But anyways. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why he's Italian Stallion. Mm. So, yeah, Zach and Mary, obviously, because, like, when they came, when they were making the movie for them to make their scene of coitus, if you will, uh, it was kind of, like, awkward about it. But then, obviously, later it happens, but you, it turns they really love each other. It, it, it was more than a friendship, so that they, they fell in love. That's why I make them a power couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she was she was cool, like, in that movie, too. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I like her laugh, too. Elizabeth Banks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if she's Canadian. She might be. She might. That's any decent actor from Canada. Right. Well. <laughs> uh, number forty-three. I hope I'm not. Uh, I really feel like I'm selling out with this one, but uh, I did have to watch the movie once, and I get all the hoopla over it. But it might be a little overrated as far as uh, couples and. It's like your major chick flick to me. Hey, I won't judge you, bro. The Notebook. No, that's actually Noah and Allie. Is that it? Allie and Noah. So we can mark this down for a match. Oh, you got it too? I do. I Because, like, I, I was trying to stay from the cliches, but the Nicholas Sparks movies, obviously his books and made it adapted into movies. Chick flicks or not, I think they do a, a good job. That fits a perfect definition of a power couple. Hey, so... If you haven't seen The Notebook, one, I recommend it. You yeah. Know? And uh, it is a beautiful story to it. And um, it doesn't make you less of a guy if you have a little tear at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we should actually have it for number 19. Right. You can always blame it on your allergies, too. 
if you don't feel comfortable. Yeah. I mean, I'm not that way. But. <laughs> yeah. So, number 43 here. In this movie, Power Couple, it's the name of the movie as well. Thelma and Louise. Oh, dude. That's a fuck. Slept, yeah. I, that was a good one. Yeah, because uh, obviously, if you haven't seen Thelma and Louise, pretty much uh, both women that, uh, you know, guys treat them like shit. They've had enough. And they go on the open road and just kind of find themselves. And they're like outlaws, in a way. Modern day outlaws. And the ending of the movie, how they end the movie, that scene where that car, you know, they jump, I think it was a cliff, whatever, mm-hmm. and it just ends like, like a cliffhanger, literally. Yeah. And like, just they're going off into the sunset, like Bush Cassidy, the Sundance Kid, pretty much. Thelma Louise, like that ending right there, like, makes them a power couple right there. Cops chasing them, they got a choice. Turn themselves in or take the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> While the Rocky Mountain elevator. Yeah. <clears throat> I think they might end up like they haven't been kidnapped at the end of this probably because they go. It's always like that cigarette. Yeah. No, that was a good pick. That 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 was a good good choice. I didn't have that one, I should have. Damn. Uh number forty two for me. Uh this movie is called Some Kind of Wonderful. And uh the girl in there, her name is Watts, and the guy's Keith. Keith. That movie is in the back of my head. So, in the movie, Keith is played by Eric Stoltz, and uh, he kind of, it's your typical John Hughes, you know, coming of age type of type of movie. Um, he wants to fit in with a sort of elite status in school, um, and his best friend is Watts, and she's the girl, and she's interested in him, but she's not what he... He doesn't look at her that way. He looks at her as just a friend and a buddy. You know, she's like kind of, uh, she's kind of edgier, which I like. Um, Mary Stuart Masterson, by the way, if anyone likes her. <clears throat> but uh, basically, basically, he he wants to go out with a um, a very preppy girl, a popular girl, and <clears throat> he doesn't feel like uh, he's fitting in. Halfway towards the movie, uh, he starts realizing that that's really not who he is. That's not what he wants, um, and he he pays to have a um, Watt, Watts to be the driver for his date at the end of the movie, and he realizes at that moment that he actually wants to be with her, and they end up together. But it's it's a cool it's a cool movie. It's a lesser known '80s movie, but it's a it's it's fits along the same lines of like. Pretty in Pink and all of them. So you have to be just the magic word too. Any any John Hughes film, like John Hughes owned the '80s for like a lot of the coming of age films. Like yeah, Pretty in Pink, yeah. Sixteen Candles. We could go on all day. Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. He had like what? He was a genius with that stuff. Yeah. He knew how to tap into you know how how it was to be a teenager at that time, growing up and kind of going through adult adult emotions, but really not fully grasping how to handle them. So number 42 for me, a little bit newer movie. I don't know if anybody's seen Date Night. Have you seen Date Night at all? Date Night <clears throat> with... Uh, Steve Carell. Tina Fey. Uh, yeah, I think I did see it. I, I think. Uh, it, I'm classified as a rental as its moments, but so I put Bill and Claire Foster, which is obviously Steve Carell and Tina Fey. So they're a couple. Uh, that, that, like, 
you watch like the beginning of the movie, like they try to go like some restaurant or something they're getting like reservations for, but they didn't have them because it was a pain in the ass to get there. So they, you know what, they're like, let's just be a little dangerous for once. So they saw an Yes, we're the triple horns or something. And they take somebody's reservation, and so it turns into a case of mistaken identity, and somebody's out to kill them now because I couldn't remember something like that. So it, it just so they go through all these shenanigans with these like people trying to kill them throughout the movie just because they stole that uh, triple horn in because somebody else was looking for these triple horns and wanted to kill the person. So it was kind of funny though at one point too, like where like they have a gun pointed at them sideways, and he's like, "Kill chef, kill chef." <laughs> Because <laughs> he got it sideways. Yeah. So, yeah, a rental. But, uh... Takes me to number 41. Uh, Arwen and Aragon. Lord of the Rings. Damn it. I, I That's totally slipped my mind, but that is true. Yeah. I'm... Uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was... uh, me too, me too. I'm saying, I mean, yeah, I, I think they're good on-screen chemistry. Mm-hmm. You know. The elf. The elf. Yeah, she was an elf, right? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I hate uh, Con uh, Will Ferrell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <hey, I'm> sorry. <laughs> That's right. He doesn't like Will Ferrell, so I just keep moving. <laughs> so number forty-one. He doesn't even talk about. The... Uh, it's, it's my first bromance. Oh. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob. Oh, shit. How did I skip these guys? I thought you had them from Clerks. Fuck. Jay and Silent Bob, they had a couple of movies together. Man. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed in myself. It, it happens. Yeah. I'm taking a drink. Yeah. Yep, drink. That's the punishment. Damn it. Maybe you're going to completely redeem yourself here, I feel it. <clears throat> well, not in this next one. I feel like I fall into the category of uh, the typical romance. Cliché. I, I had a couple cliches. Yeah. I tried to narrow down. But... The only reason I did this, I think, is because I had a big crush on Julie Roberts. So I did Vivian and Edward from Pretty Pretty Woman. I have that one as well. <laughs> so you can mark that as a match. Yeah. So Vivian and Edward, I, I give them more credit. I put them for number 14. Holy shit. Yeah, I like the movie. I, that, that was one of my favorite movies, believe it or not. I don't know why. But as a kid, I just... Maybe because I probably had a crush on Julia Roberts, too. Yeah, she was. Don, she was a lady of the night. Mm. And uh, obviously, he was a businessman. And then he also had a... Costanza in there as well. Uh, Jason Alexander. Mm -hmm. He's a dick in that movie. Mm -hmm. Julia, call me. (laughs) (laughs) So number 40. We got three matches so far and we're only uh, 10 in. So that's that's pretty solid. Uh, So number 40 for me would be uh, from Fast and the Furious, Brian and Mia. Yeah, good one. Because I I had a crush on Mia Toretto. I still do. She's my girl. If I wasn't married, though, obviously. Yeah. But uh, I like that, that the first Fast and the Furious where do not try this in real life because you'll probably get in a car accident. Where uh, Paul Walker or Brian Spillner in the movie, like he Brian Earl Spillner. What are you a serial killer? Yeah, yeah it sounds like a serial killer. <laughs> where like 
he does that scene where he stares and drives at her, like just being cool, shifting gears, and just completely locks eyes, and they have that kind of moment there. Yeah. He's pretty slick doing that. So yeah, I don't advise if you want to press any ladies with your stick shift to be staring at them when you're driving traffic. Right. Not a good idea. And I like it too because he like, was a big enough movie like, where he's not there for the tuna. Because he gets the tuna sandwich every yeah. night. <laughs> What'd you put in that sandwich? <laughs> you work for Harry, right? You were just fired. <laughs> you know this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Dom Toretto. Uh, side note, I, don't, I, won't, I won't ramble on too much, but uh, when that movie first came out, I went to the theaters and saw that. When the movie was done, I swear to God, everybody got out in the parking lot, and you could hear like tires squealing, like from like ten different cars, like peeled out of the like the movie theater parking lot. I tried, but I had a Toyota Rav. I uh, was not going to peel any rubber, but uh... yeah, I had a Ford Pro GT. It was cool when it worked, but nah. I got really you have a spoiler. It had a spoiler, but it was, uh, it was the the stock spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you had a lowering kit, like, it ran amazing when it ran, very rare, but, yeah, I got, that's what happens if you're young and dumb, I guess. Mm -hmm. You want to be a race car, yeah. aficionado, yeah, don't get a Ford Pro. Mm -hmm. Good so, pick. Uh, I'm on number 39. This is one of my, one of my favorite stories in history, uh, and this movie uh, was based on uh, these two people, Bonnie and Clyde. Warren Beatty and uh, Faye Dunaway. Excellent, excellent pick. Oh. Faye Dunaway back then. Thumbs up. Mm -hmm. You need a buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so this is another cliche I got coming here for number oh. 39. Nicholas Spark film. I had to put in there uh, Walk to Remember. Jamie Sullivan and Landon Carter. She moves to this place that played by... Mandy Moore, Jamie mm -hmm. Sullivan. She, I think she was a preacher's kid, actually. Um, people, you know, she's a new girl. They make fun of her, whatever. And uh, her, Landon's popular. The typical movie. They fall in love. And uh, she has cancer, and uh, so a little bit of heartbreaking. And they get married on the beach. Kind of, it's definitely a, um, a chick flick, but uh, just the chemistry between them. I, I thought it was beautifully portrayed for the novel. Mm. I'll say it. Yeah. yeah. Big softy. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Number 38. I think you might have this one too. I hope. Cassandra and Wayne? From Wayne's World? Schwing. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll take the cream of some young guy. <laughs> I mean, I won't, but yeah. that's Chinese takeout. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Remember in part two when Drew Barrymore was the, uh, <laughs> she was the receptionist, and her name was Birgen Kierigen, and uh, he's like, oh, uh, Birgen, that's uh, near the Pijurgen uh, River, right near the Kierigen Fjords, and she's like, yeah, and uh, now that you know my language, I finally, find, I find you irresistible, and I have to make love to you, and he goes, Huh, Schmirgen? I don't have that. So, um, Dang. So, Tia Carrera? Holy that, shit, though, really. In that movie, she was. I don't know. Yeah, it's very nice. <laughs> she was very good. And this last night? Never mind. She had a nice singing voice and a nice <laughs> breast. 
<laughs> so, so my number 38 here, the 1978 six or correction 78 six film, A Star Is Born. Mm. What? Number 38. <clears throat> oh, you go with the 1976. I went with the 1976 version. Okay. With the. So his name would be John Norman Howard by Chris Christopherson. Oh, okay. And Esther Hoffman, which was uh, Streisand. Barbara Streisand. So, Dude, I'm going to give it a half a match because I actually I have that one, but I, I got the newest one. I got Jack and Allie. But not for 38? Uh, no, I, got, I, I have it actually. <clears throat> I have it for 17. So Only reason is because I have a huge crush um, on Lady Gaga, like in real life. Please call me. He's a nice guy. Just give him a chance. Yeah, I just bought your Oreo cookies, too. The Lady Gaga kind? They're pink with green middles. <laughs> That's commitment. Awesome. So I'm going to give that a half a match. Half a match. I do, too. So we're three and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're up here. Uh, oh. This is, a, this is a good one. From the original Batman, Vicki Vale and Bruce Wayne. You think I would have had that? I thought you would. I'm, I'm ashamed of myself. My turn to be ashamed of myself. To get out of here. Yep. No, I'm just kidding. Bottoms up. Oh, damn. But, uh, number one action film for me, and I don't even put that. Yeah, and that was when Kim Basinger was hot. Now she looks like Sid Vicious. Mm-hmm. And that's putting it nicely. Yeah. That's the sad part about that. Uh, moving on. One of the greatest movies from 84. Mm. Karate Kid. Oh! Wait. This, Sorry. Do you have Karate Kid for number 37? No. I got, <laughs> I got Johnny Lawrence and Allie Mills. Oh, you got Johnny and I Allie. I put Johnny Lawrence. You're damn right. <sighs> Ralph Macho stole his girl. You know it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't break my radio, aren't you? Yeah, that's right. Hey, don't touch it, punk. <laughs> what are you, deaf? Uh, wait, you got it. I I can't even give that a half a match because I got a completely different. Oh. It's a it's a new relationship, same movie, but. I've got to wait for it. Yeah, we'll we'll wait for it. But I thought you were gonna go with a different one. You, thought you threw I, the Johnny and Alley in there, and that that yeah. that took me. All right. After seeing Cobra Kai on Netflix, it clearly shows. But you know that before Daniel got to that school, that Johnny and Allie were probably the power couple in that school. You're damn right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, this movie, I don't, this movie's horrible, and uh, I don't know why I, why, this is the second time I've had it on the list, hopefully the last. Uh, olive oil and Popeye in Popeye. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't that's have. horrible, but uh, no, nobody's gonna have that one. But uh, it's that's historically they've been around forever. If you haven't seen that cartoon, well, the movie, yeah, Robin right. Williams, yeah, rest in peace. Number thirty-six for me. It's a cliche one. It was hard for me to put it in. I had it. Uh, Rose and Jack from Titanic. Fuck yeah, I got it. I got it too. Um, so, so we're. You're at number 20 with that? No, no, it's number 36. Holy fuck, well, I'm way off. Man, this uh, bullet is definitely... Fuck uh... <laughs> <laughs> <Like> Troy. <laughs> but, like, like there could have been both room for them on that door when that ship sank. Like, oh, when yeah. she's like, oh, I won't let go, Jack. 
and he's just freezing his ass off in the water. Oh, he's from Wisconsin. Chippewa Falls. He can handle yeah, it. He can she, handle the frigid bitch, water. She was very selfish there. Mm -hmm. They could have both fit on there. Right. Plus, she got the the big sapphire too. Yeah. The necklace. Yep, rich bitch. Mm, number thirty-five. Yep. Uh, this is from the Harry Potter series. Hermione and Ron Weasley. Did not make the cut for me. Yeah, all right. Uh, but uh, if you Google Internet Power Couples, because I was trying to get some ideas, they did make the cut for that. Yeah. So I will pick, well played, touche salesman. So uh, to, to keep it moving here, number 35, uh, Caddyshack. <coughs> oh. Number 35, I got Danny Noonan and Maggie Hooligan or Halligan. <laughs> Danny yeah. and Maggie. Nice. You got that one? No, I should have, but uh, that was a good one. They were a good couple. Uh, remember when he goes to the restaurant to help her? Uh, oh, I've never uh, waited on any waiting tables before. You fill a pack with butter, you fill a glass with water, it's easy. Yeah. <laughs> that was horrible. Sounded just like Maggie. Yeah. Yeah, it sounded like the leprechaun from uh, yeah. The Leprechaun. Foreshadowing. Number thirty, <laughs> number thirty-four. Uh, my first bromance. I got a, bro a bromance for thirty-four as well. Dude, okay. Uh, I'll I'll give a little hint. I just want to say no. Watermelon fried chicken. Ninja turtle. Ninja turtle. Jack and Reggie, forty-eight hours. Yeah. Dude, there's a new sheriff in town. <laughs> and I don't like rednecks. That's a hell. <laughs> I don't, I'm so embarrassed I don't have that romance check. I'm pissed off at myself. For, uh, so far, that that movie has made uh, every list so every, far. Yeah, because it's a great movie. Uh, yeah, see it. it is. Check it out. It's almost on any, any streaming platform has that movie. Mm -hmm. Almost. You won't find a, a script uh, written as raw as that. <laughs> Hashtag Abraham Raw. Check it out, too. <laughs> yeah. So to keep time moving here, because uh, our time, uh, 34, my romance. Han Solo and Chewie. Oh, man. Every yeah, Star Wars dude. movie. Yeah. Damn right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know who did it better. You, uh, you, got, you got the cake on that one. Uh, yeah, if you want to take, we'll take a vote who did the Wookiee noise better. Email us at moviepressures at gmx.com. You can receive free merch. Yeah. And a free free ball of Wookiee hair from my <laughs> asshole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Yep. Number 33 for me, mm -hmm. uh, Silk Spectre and Night Owl from The Watchmen. The Watchmen, yeah, that's uh, outside the box there. Yeah, a little outside the box, but also one of the uh, all-time best comics ever written. I don't... <clears throat> so, 33 is a match for the Superman. Brings me down to number 32, Marty McFly and Jennifer Parker... Back to the Future. Oh, man. How, was that close? Yeah, we're... Okay. How, where do you have it? Well, I, I don't have that exact one. Oh, I, I, won't, I won't. You did? So it's uh, a point low. So it's it's a, give it a half. So then we're at five still then. Yeah. We're at five. So we're good. Yeah. You'll see what I'm talking about when I get to... Yeah. Number uh, 32 for me. I think this one uh, it might it might make your list. I think you like this, one, this movie. It's from Say Anything? Oh, damn right. <laughs> yeah. I got it. It's close. You're so damn close. I got Diane and Lloyd. 
I do have Diana Lloyd too. <laughs> I have number 27 though. Damn! So close. Yeah, cause see, great minds think alike here. We're pretty close in the ranking scale. Pretty glad we're in the trench coat. You know, playing yeah. player that Peter Gabriel with the boombox. Totally lady killer move. Yep. Damn, that's a good pick. I knew that would be in your. Well, I was hoping it'd be in your. Yeah, list. You damn, yeah, I know that's far done. Mm. Like, I, I think I'm kind of biased to John because I like a lot of John. Yeah. Cusack, you're an asshole. Yeah. He's sure. from Chicago too. Yeah, close enough to Wisconsin. Yeah, he's close enough. Uh, so number thirty-one, definitely cliche Disney film. I got Cinderella and Prince Charming. Let's mm. say the man took that glass slipper and he went to everybody's house just trying to find the foot, make sure it fits. That's love. He fell in love on, on the first, at first sight. Mm. So that's why I'm justifying that. <laughs> that's a good pick. It did make my list. Though. Yeah. What did make my list is uh, Mary and Ted from Something About Mary. That's a damn it. That's a good pick. I mean, I mean, she picked him over Brett Favre. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> What's it on your your ear? Is that hair gel? <laughs> I just ran out. Uh, that was when that came out. A little more controversial uh, scenes of cinematography at the time. There's some really good, like, funny one-liners in there too. Yeah. Like, I won't go through the whole movie, but this is only a three-hour show. Yeah. So number 30, I'm on. From another coming-of-age film that we mentioned earlier, I put this in before the whole pie theory. From American Pie, I got Finch and Stifler's mom. Because <laughs> every movie they hook up. Mm-hmm. Oh, and she doesn't have a name, actually. It's just Stifler's mom. Stifler's mom. So it's, oh, Stifler's mom. Oh, Finch. <laughs> nice. No, I didn't, I didn't have Stifler's mom in here. Damn it. Uh, for me, um, got uh, Joan and Jack from *Romance in the Stone*. I don't know if you ever saw that movie. I, it's on my damn uh, watch queue list. Is but, it? Uh, yeah, because I, I like Michael Douglas. Yeah. Obviously, has a lot. I do have some Michael Douglas in here, foreshadowing, but I don't have that one. That's a hell of a pick. Yeah. I thought I would put it in. I'm so embarrassed now. Yeah. Um, Danny DeVito's in there too if you like Danny DeVito. Yeah, everybody loves Danny. So, number 29 for me. Excellent! I got Bill and Ted and the Princesses. Oh, okay. Bill and Ted and the Princesses. Station. You don't have Bill and Ted. Do I don't have Bill and Ted. No. No. So, my next one brings me to what we were talking about earlier about the um, Angelina Jolie. So have you ever seen the movie Hackers? Yes. So in that movie, Kate and Dade, she plays Kate, and then uh, um, Johnny Miller plays Dade, and she's, to me, smoking hot. Like, her hair's cut super short, too, but in that movie, I would have taken her over Jennifer Aniston. But that was then, and this is now. <laughs> I still, I, I can appreciate that. I still would, though. Yeah, try. <laughs> Memorically. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you saw the gesture, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. We just did. Yeah. So, whose headlights are on? <laughs> so, number 28, this is uh, earlier, we have a Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler combination. And I just saw the movie, 
Mm. Wedding singer. Rabia and Julia. Number 28. Do we got Fucking A, dude! No! No! I'm 27! <laughs> give it anyway. Give it anyway. Because that, that's... That is too so good. Close. That's yeah. too good, dude. If you love the 80s, that, that's perfect. The wedding singer. Oh. Yeah. My name's Julia Gulia. Nobody puts baby in the corner. So, yeah, we kind of cheated there, but who cares? This is our We're show. one off, and uh, that's pretty damn close. You know how hard it is to have a golden match on these? Damn near impossible. Right. Minus our quotes, I can't so, believe what we did. One, one away is good enough for me. But yeah, yeah, they were a power couple. They have good chemistry in their movies, though. Yeah, all of them. They yeah. really do. So, too bad they're not like a real couple. They'd be. I like it, like in the movie. This, this one of my favorite parts. You know, it's pretty funny. I got to share this. It's uh, when uh, Robbie had to go take care of something, and the that boy George guy, I think, was played by uh, uh, David Arquette's brother, maybe. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. When he had the boy George look, and yeah. like. He kept. He only knew like, "Do you really want to hurt me?" By like a culture club. So yeah. I don't know how many times he kept singing. Yeah, <laughs> like four like, times. Like, don't, don't, don't. I like that part where Steve Buscemi is. Uh, remember his line in there when he's like giving him the hey. Uh, so, you know, you guys are getting married. <clears throat> Congratulations. You know, remember that time we. Uh, we got those, uh, well, I guess they're, well, I guess they're prostitutes, but I don't remember paying for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's all drunk and they're like, oh yeah, go, and the, the, the brother, yeah, the, the better brother. <laughs> so does this bring you to number 26 now? Uh, actually, to 28. 28, okay. Uh, another bromance. Um, Butch Sundance, or sorry, Butch, Butch and Sundance from Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. I do not have that. That's yeah. an excellent, excellent pick. Yeah. Two great actors, uh, great movie. Paul Newman, Robert Redford. That is like a perfect combination, too, for actors. Maybe the first true bromance uh, on a film. I think you're pretty, I think you're close. I think you're right. Yeah. I'm not going to even fact check because I think it's true. <laughs> <laughs> so this would bring me down to number 26. This movie's, I think, made every podcast so far, too, as well. <clears throat> as I mentioned every time, the hottest film in 1986, Top Gun. <laughs> Alright, it's Kenny Loggins' intro. It's beautiful, man. Uh, I got Maverick and Charlie. So Maverick, Tom Cruise, and Charlie was played by Kelly McGillis, who was an instructor at the Top Gun School. Uh, Kelly McGillis in that film, Drop Dead Gorgeous. Kelly McGillis now, Drop Dead, uh, Get Away From Me. <laughs> she was inverted. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's my turn to say. You gonna be okay? <laughs> yeah, I there was I had a match on that, but I had it. I had it at number six. Oh, okay. Yeah. Two chain salesman. Mm-hmm. It brings us to so Fuck, I love that movie. Alright, number six for me. What, number six? Uh, 26, sorry. This bourbon is, uh... <laughs> God damn. Thanks, bullet. 
Helen and Harry Tasker from True Lies. Damn it. I almost hopped out there. Uh, I, I, that was on the tip of my... I thought of putting them in there. That's a perfect combination. Honorable mention. I do not mm-hmm. have them. In, uh, I mean, I don't know if too many people know, uh, but Jamie Lee Curtis is fire-ass hot. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I always she, had a crush on her, too, for a long time. She like, is, she's... Halloween. She does a little strip tease in that movie, mm-hmm. uh, and Harry's like, she doesn't know that it's him, you know. So yeah. he's telling her to do it, and it, it's just kind of funny, yeah. you know. But they're supposed to be married. He's a, a CIA. Um, go watch it. It's it's great. So that was we're both at twenty six there. So right yeah. now we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll be right back. Welcome back for. Our second half of uh, Top 50 Power Couples for Movie Professors. As always, at this part, we usually give a shout-out to products. Now, something I mentioned last episode, I'm mention again, because I found they have the best damn beard wash. It even says it right on the package, so you know it's good. Uh, Duke Cannon, proceeds mm-hmm. go to U.S. Veterans. It's, uh, like, it was, uh, <coughs> the scent is like citrus, hoppenweizen, or something weird, but uh, it makes your fantastic mane feel fantastic and soft for the hardest working beards 10 bucks check it out is that uh, is that made with real hops according to um, the ingredients beers like number five on there and I know I have a self-proclaimed hops allergy and I haven't broke out in a rash yet so that's good to know I actually just ordered uh, three bars of their big ass bars of soap which um, like I said earlier, I do have the one, uh, the Buffalo Trace bourbon soap, which smells amazing. And it lasts. I just bought another one. I feel like that thing's going to last me like two years, so I don't know what I'm going to do with three more bars of soap, but uh, I might not need soap for the rest of my life. Oh, and uh, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Pillsbury Toaster Strudel for helping me uh, start my Sunday mornings right every day. They made it the last <laughs> show. Obviously, it's a, it's a beautiful thing for him, so... Mm. And then, as always, um, we're coming live again from the Sawdust, uh, Sawdust City Studios Candle Workshop. So <laughs> you can check them out on Facebook. And uh, as always, email us at movieprofessors at gmx.com. So starting off with number 25, uh, Professor T, hit it. All right. Uh, I got a classic action, 80s action movie here. Uh, I know you've seen it. It's awesome. Patricia and Joe Armstrong from American Ninja. I'm actually ashamed of myself. God dang. Yeah, I know. Dude. I really thought that one would be on your list. That's yeah. all right. That's okay. That Hey, I missed a couple too. So now we're, I think we're even? Yep, we'll call it even. Yeah. So number 25. One of my most favorite movies of all time. Major League. Mm. I got Jake Taylor. Played by Tom Berenger and Lynn Wells. Mm. So in that movie, him and Lynn have a history. So they're out in Cleveland one night. He's having dinner with the boys, and he sees her. And then he uh, uses, a, I think, like the concierge or the hostess phone to call, like, the bar. And he's, like, he's watching her and kind of like, oh, you had the one dress on. And we, like, how do you? Oh, and then he saw that she was there because she didn't have the dress when they were together. So they talk. And she gives him a phone number because he wants her phone number. And it was the wrong phone number. It was for mm-hmm. some, like, Cuyahoga, like, metal or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. But anyways, uh, 
Jake still has a thing for her, and she's about to get married. So he tries to clean up his act and uh, mature a little bit. And he even reads the book Moby Dick for her. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what true love is. You know, if you read the Moby Dick for a girl, that's love, man. Yeah. Yeah. More than Dorn's wife. Yeah. <laughs> she's a... Rest in peace, Chief Wahoo. It's always clean that needs to be down. Mm -hmm. For number 24 for me, I got a bromance here. One of my favorite movies of all time. Jules and Vincent, Pulp Fiction. Crap. Mm. Doesn't help I'm not a big Tarantino guy. Yeah, no, that's understandable. So. You know, you can't, I can't expect you to put it in there. If you don't like them, you don't like them. Yeah, like I get like minus like was it Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? The last time I came off from him, worth the watch, definitely like it. Fourteen Fist McCluskey. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta see the movie to know what I'm talking about. Hilarious. So, uh, number twenty-four, another Disney film, a newer one, Up. I don't know if anybody's seen Up, oh. but uh, I got uh, Carl and Eddie uh, Fredrickson. Mm-hmm. Because Obviously, like a cute old man, you know, like him and his wife were together since they were little kids, and you can tell he's like heartbroken, and, and he just, uh, I don't know, it's kind of sad, but just the stuff he kind of like just lives his life though, and he does things that she wanted to do after she died, and I like it when he like, lifted his whole house up with all his balloons. Mm -hmm. Definitely a good movie to check out though. Yeah, I dressed up as him for Halloween, him and Russell. Uh, yeah, I was, dog. I was, no, the kid. Oh, I was thinking of the dog. Or something. Yeah, no, the, the little uh, Boy Scout kid. Yeah, he's Russell. a little chubby kid. A little chubby kid. Yeah. Uh, Todd Moxham was him. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, we got second place in a costume contest. Yeah. Should have got first, but found out it was rigged. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 23 for me, uh, the movie Footloose. Footloose. I do have Footloose. Ariel and Wren. Mm -hmm. Preacher's daughter. Preacher's daughter, Ariel and Wren. Or Wren McCormick. Great uh, scene was the uh, tractor uh, chicken race. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. So I got it for number three. Whoa! I got it for number three. I love the soundtrack on that movie. Yeah. Kenny Loggins, once again, because he owned the 80s and any soundtrack, pretty much. John Lithgow. Yeah. The Preacher, yeah, Ariel's dad. Yeah. Yep. Hellfire and mm -hmm. Can you believe that they're teaching that book, Slaughterhouse Five? Oh yeah, it's a great book. Yeah. <laughs> Slaughterhouse Five. Mm. Well, not in this town. In any town. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's more random quotes. <laughs> Definitely a great movie to remake. Courage, but um, you know, like yeah, you, what the hell? Yeah, come on, man, really. Footloose. Kevin Original. Day. Good stuff. Quite right. Uh, so that brings me to number 23, The Princess Bride. Mm. I got Wesley Buttercup. Yeah. Yeah, what well, Wesley was, uh, he was on his quest to rescue the Princess Buttercup. Hope he also features Fred Savage. And Andre the Giant. <laughs> the Wesley Buttercup for you? No, I actually didn't put that one in here. Uh, I, I think that movie's completely overrated, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I mean, I, I get his popularity, but it just didn't, didn't do anything for me. Not your cup of tea. Not my butter cup of tea. Yeah. So that'd be on you right now, then. Uh, okay. Got uh, Juno 
and Polly Bleeker from Juno. I knew that was gonna be on there. Oh, I, did you? I, I I don't have it, but I knew, oh. I knew you. I just knew you. Uh, I like that movie a lot, and um, also like Jason Bateman in there too. Um, if you, it's just a good comedy, but you know, <clears throat> check it out. Yeah. I think uh, recently, um, Ellen Page goes by Elliot now. Yeah, she came out as a. She's a transgender now. Yeah. So no more Ellen Page. She's known as Elliot now. Elliot. That was E.T. That was a little. E.T. <laughs> So, uh, number 22, Troy, I'm, I'm sure he has this one. If you don't love Swayze, get the hell out for number 22. The movie Ghost, I got Sam Wheat, which was uh, Patrick Swayze, and then Molly Jensen, played by uh, Demi Moore. I'm going to have to get out. Don't, call, don't, don't go all Odame Brown on me, but uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have that particular... Movie, I, that, that it's a good one. You know, we talked about the, you could have like a uh, ten Patrick every Swayze movie, with the uh, exception of maybe um, Black Dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah me over that one. <laughs> you know what? Some there yeah, you gotta make money, man. You gotta they're gonna pay you cash. Yeah, you gotta do it. Yes, yeah. right. Well, and Young Blood, okay, but that was hockey, so hey. I mean. I like that. Hey, yeah, we like Canada too. And Youngblood's, I love Youngblood. Youngblood, yeah, yeah, Rob Lowe too. Rob Lowe, yeah. Fucking baby face. Yeah, there, buddy. But <laughs> you're in the blue line, eh? There are. Because yeah, you said fucking baby face. You watch the language there, pal. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry about that. Canucker. <laughs> I mean, yeah. We're still banned in Canada, I'm pretty sure. I'm trying to get back in. Oh, yeah, we're working on it. Is that me? Yes, uh, yeah, yeah. So I said 22. Number 21 for me. Another classic, John Hughes. 16 Candles. Sexy girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, no more uh, wanky, my wanky. The donger need food. I'm going to go with Sam and Jake Ryan. Uh, Samantha I, Baker. I have to double check my list here. I thought I had them, so give me a second. I apologize. Uh... I am. No shit. I thought I thought I had. I really thought I had. Yeah, it. you didn't have it, huh? Because yeah, I think that was because I was making my uh, other list to get like about fifty power couples. That was an honorable mention, though. Oh, okay. Watch me. We'll find it later, and I'll be like, "Yep, that's what happens when you do bourbon and uh, read." Mm. I just think it's funny in there, like uh, Farmer Ted's trying really hard to get with Sam, and uh, in the school dance. Uh, Jake Ryan comes up to him and like taps him on the shoulder and he goes like, "You were, hey, you you were talking to a girl." And he goes like, "Uh, uh sorry, man. Uh, um, it was a mistake. I must have been on drugs or something. <laughs> Is she yours?" And he's like, "What do you know about her?" And then he explains yeah. and stuff. And he's like, "Um, she, would she come here with you?" And he goes, "No, no. But uh, if it's okay with my dad, she's going home with me." <laughs> I just thought that was so funny that line. You know, if it's okay with my dad, she's going home with me. <laughs> Jack Cusack is also on that one, I believe. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of like just slapping myself on that one. So number 21 for me. <clears throat> uh, this got featured in my quotes in the last show. Mm. Uh, when I think of this power couple, I hear that song by Sheriff. With you. you know, like, mm-hmm. 
I'm not going to start saying because I don't want to serenade you guys, but uh, Joe Dirt and Brandy <laughs> for number 21. And yeah, Brandy was way too hot for Joe Dirt in that. Uh, Brittany Daniel and Joe Dirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, very nice. Power of the mullet. Yeah. Or the skull. <laughs> Get that skull, baby. Uh, I got another bromance for number 20. And uh, oh, I got a bromance for 22. Well, this, I don't think we're going to have a match because this is a Tarantino movie. Yeah, no, we're not. Definitely. Yeah. So mine is um, Django and Dr. Schultz from Django Unchained. <laughs> and the reason I picked that one is because Dr. Schultz, um, played by Christopher Waltz, basically rescues Django um, and helps him find his, his wife who was taken as, as a slave uh, to Candyland. So... I thought that their connection was better than actually him getting to his wife and then his wife's, you know, at the end of the movie and stuff like that. They're back together, but I thought the connection with him and Dr. Schultz were, was more powerful. Because he's a white man, and, you know, he shouldn't be riding around with a colored man, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he, he teaches him uh, how to kill and get back to his wife. Makes him an animal. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. That's a great movie. What'd you have? So, now number 20, the Lethal Weapon series, uh-huh. Riggs and Murtaugh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. That that didn't make my list. I thought I would, because I thought you loved them. That's not me. That was, that was me, yep. Part of the love shack. Yeah. Back in business, maybe. Um, number 19 for me, got a Tim Burton movie, Kim and Edward, from Edward Scissorhands. I'm just getting red anger right now, because I, I thought Dude, about you did, it you I, did, you got, you got mad, you got oh, mad. Oh, I, I thought about putting them in there, because really? they couldn't be together almost, because it was just too complicated. He couldn't with them hands, with them hands, the hands yeah. scissor hands. he was cutting... He cut her in the face a couple times. Yeah. And cut those, her brother up, too. On yeah. accident. Yeah, Anthony Michael Hall played a perfect dick in that one. Yeah, he did. Like, but that, uh, Evan Winnell, Ryder, mm. Kim, she was dropped in gorgeous in that movie. I thought she was very Oh, she's hot. Yeah. She's so hot. And, I mean... I love her shot, but... Yeah, he's just behind her, you know, now. She's on... That's me. God, holy fuck. Who's... Choice phone blowing up here. Sorry, at least, I mean... Popular guy. Well, maybe there could be a candle order for Soda City Candle Company. Mm-hmm. Someone, you know, the orders are coming in hot, and Valentine's Day is coming up. Check them out on Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <coughs> so number 19, we're going to match. So number 18 here. From one Harry Met Sally. <laughs> I got Harry and Sally. Yeah, no. I almost put that in there just for nostalgic purposes. Yeah. But uh, I can't, I really can't stand Billy Crystal. Mm. So I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it because I, I, I got more, I got to, you know, my, my dignity. What I took away from the movie is what Billy Crystal says. Uh, guys and girls can't be friends because sex gets in the way. Yeah. I never lived up to that, but I don't live by those words. 
so my number 18 is uh, Trinity and Neo from The Matrix. That's a good pick. That's a... I do have a Matrix mention here, but Dude. a different actor from The Matrix. Oh. Totally different. Okay. Foreshadowing. All right. What pill would you take? Me? Yeah. Uh, Viagra, if they gave it to me. <laughs> no. I don't think that was awkward. No, uh, I, I think uh, the red. I go with the red. Is it red or uh, was that blue pill or green pill? Blue and red. Blue and red. Mm -hmm. That's why you said Viagra, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to put you in the poppy on the spot there. No, that's how we get a brain. So number uh, seventeen for me. This got mentioned in the last movie too with my quotes. Even though I did a lot more quotes in the movie. Uh, Better off dead. Uh, John Cusack again, guilty as charged. <laughs> His name was Leighton Meyer. I got so I got him, and then Monique. She was the foreign exchange student from mm -hmm. France. From France. Mm -hmm. So just how they bonded throughout the movie, and she was actually pretty handy with her mechanical skills because she helped fix his Camaro. Yeah, she was pretty. The actress was pretty. I can't remember her name, but. And then I like too when she's getting up ski lessons. If something gets in your way, just turn. <laughs> Great soundtrack too with that movie, by the way. Also featuring his best friend in that movie for John Cusack, uh, Booger, who was Charles Dumar in that movie. Oh, from Revenge of the Nerds? Yeah, he, he went to this. Well, he knows high school girls. He's been at the same high school for the last seven years. Cool. I know a few guys like that. So number seventeen, we had a we had a half match on that one. That was my one. I had a stars born on that one, but with uh, Lady Gaga. Because you have a crush on her. Because I have a major crush on her. Please call me before Valentine's Day. So I'll skip it up to sixteen. Uh, I love these two, uh, Ellen and Clark Griswold from uh, the National La National Lampoon's Vacation movies. I got them for number fifteen. Hell, whoa! No. Fifteen, dude, hit the hit, 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 hit get it, because that's. Damn! We're so one off again? I just watched Christmas Vacation last night, too. <laughs> and a quote I forgot to add from our last show, because I didn't have a National Lampoon's one I didn't say. Do I'm it now. Say it now. Merry Christmas, shitter's full. <laughs> Nobody puts baby in the corner. <laughs> so I got him for 15. And so remember that Jake Ryan thing? Yeah. So you can mark that as a match, too, because I have it, something scribbled out here, because I moved Clark and Elaine Griswold down one. To be number uh, 15. So 16, I did have Samantha Baker. And okay. Ryan. So that's another match then. So, damn. That's pretty damn good. So then I'm really. So that puts me down to number 13 already for my next goal. So, as we mentioned earlier, Michael Douglas, one of my favorite actors. So I got. So him as Detective Nick Coran and Catherine Chamel, played by uh, Sharon Stone. Was it Sharon Stone? Yes. Uh, Basic Instinct. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but Dang. she was, that was, yeah, it was twisters in there. Steamy, was, sultry. Sexual tension between them throughout the whole movie. Right. For sure. Don't make her mad, though, because uh, she doesn't use her ice pick for, you know, ice. Yeah, she's not making old fashions. Uh, also, that interrogation scene. With the <laughs> In the chair. <laughs> I mean. Very. Beaver. Yeah, I got Troy too excited about that one. Yep. Don't take much. Yeah. Uh, number 15 for me. 
Yo, Adrian! It's uh, Adrian and Rocky from the Rocky films. I got him for number 10. D hey, dang! Yeah, because... She stood other... by him, you know, for a long time. You know, he kind of had a rough, you know... Once he became heavyweight champ, I think she was kind of... Uh, maybe a little depressed because he's not at home, you know, and I kind of get a big head at, at, at later on in the films. Yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. That's what I was going to say. And then uh, in Rocky Balboa, you can tell he's heartbroken, too, because she had passed out. So he's going to her grave every day and visiting her. That's love, man. Yeah. She wanted him to give it up, you know, but he uh, he had the eye of the tiger. Yeah, that was from Rocky Three, eye of the tiger. Mm -hmm. And the reason, and number two, why he won, is because she asked him away. Mm -hmm. And he did. He gave it. If it wasn't for Adrian, he never would have been uh, world champ. Yeah. Or heavyweight champion of the world. He would have been uh, still fighting Spider Rico. <laughs> <laughs> so, out of me, number 12 from the movie Grease. Uh, Troy's getting excited here again. <laughs> I got uh, Danny Zuko and Sandy Olsen from Grease. Yeah, dude. I got it at number four. Oh, see, another mash. Just heating up right now. I think this is our most matches so far, bar none. Yeah. Um, Danny, would you um like to come to my parents' house for me for for tea? Um, I don't like tea. Danny, you love tea. I don't like parents. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're in a diner, and he says <laughs> he's he's trying to still keep up that image of uh, kind of Mr. Cool at yeah. school, but in the summer when they hooked up, he was a completely different uh, guy, real sensitive and typical. He had that image to show off for the T-Birds, you know, but that's such a good movie. Uh, All right. You ruined it, Fox, when you did Grease. Yeah, what the hell? That was, that was, that was weak. Oh, I don't feel good now, because that man. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, number 14 for me. Um, I really like this movie, so I had put it in there, but uh, it's um, Rusty. And Gar. Rusty's played by Cher, and Gar's played by Sam. Yeah, I thought Elliott. about putting the Rocky Dennis really? story. Really? Yeah, Gar, yeah, because it was uh, Sam Elliott. Yeah. Oh, that's and, a hell of a pick. And I love Sam Elliott, like, seriously. Like, I got a man crush, for real. But uh, Cher is good in that movie, too. That, that movie's really good, but yeah. they had a good they had a good, good uh, mask, chemistry. Yeah, Mask. Yeah. yeah. Rocky Dennis. Story. Rocky Dennis. Yeah. Yep. You guys watch that movie. That's actually a Lifetime film. Um, I think so, that's Lady Gaga now. <laughs> yeah. She's blowing up. She got the message. Got yeah, dang, she, girl. Yeah, the keeps blowing up. Sorry. So, so we're on me for number 11 here. That's a 95 film, Othello. Oh. Uh, I got uh, Lawrence Fishburne as Othello and him with uh, Desdemona. Yeah, you went way off the grid on that one. I really like that movie. I mm -hmm. think that's underappreciated. Um, it's not Lawrence Fishburne's earliest movie obviously because he did that movie with the kids with the street gangs higher learning oh, what's that one with the oh boys in the hood the one before that like it was in your 80s movies band in the hand band in the hand yeah. yeah so this is still at 95 it's early Lawrence Fishburne so if you don't know Othello it's a classic I don't know was it Shakespeare Shakespeare it was Sha or Shakespeare <laughs> <laughs> that was just for effect uh, so yeah, Othello, he's the only uh, 
African or black male in the Venetian army. And uh, well, Desdemona, she's beautiful. And uh, they're in love. Uh, I just feel like uh, just the way he portrayed Othello was just awesome, period. So That's a good pick. I actually never saw that movie. Oh. Okay. Might have to put on the old uh, watch list. Yeah, go, go to the library, pick it up. Get them. Go to the library, OshkoshPublicLibrary.org. Free. Yep. Unless you got late fees. Late fees. Okay. I'm on number 13. Lucky number 13. This is the uh, the fill-in for me. <laughs> I had a list malfunction prior to going live. Uh, April O'Neil and Casey Jones from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Oh, bugger, dude. Uh, what are you, one of those punkers? <laughs> Remember when he meets uh, Raphael in the park? <laughs> Casey Jones, the hockey mask? Yeah. Yep. Still a good pick. Yeah, it worked. It worked in a pinch. Punch. <laughs> so I'm already on number uh, nine, then. Holy This is a cliche, some would say, from P.S. I Love You. Oh. Yeah, Gerard Butler. So, but so his name was Jerry in that movie, and his wife was Holly Kennedy. So, beginning of the movie, Jerry pretty much already had passed on, played by Gerard Butler, and then his wife, Holly, she could say, like, I think he left like a bunch of notes for her, and at the end of all, more like, "P.S. I love you." So, a sad movie, but uh, just uh, just the connection they had uh, when he was alive, and obviously when he's dead. She was devastated, so that's why I felt how strong it was. Number nine. All right. Uh, so earlier you had a Back to the Future one? Yep. This is my Back to the Future one. It's actually Marty and Doc. I have them as a bromance. Uh, that's a good bromance pick. I feel like they had, uh, you know, they just had a good connection. <laughs> the crazy thing is now that like in the Back to the Future 2 they go to October 23rd it was maybe or October 15th, 15th yeah 2015 mm -hmm. and now that's already almost six years in the past yeah and how prophetic it was that they had the Cubs win the World Series in that movie and then the Cubs won the World Series in 2015 Why'd you say that? Like, first of all, it was 2016. Now I'm really pissed. Cause <laughs> you... Sorry. Obviously, I'm a big Indians fan. So. Uh, My bad. Hey, the, blame the movie. Yeah, that was. I'll give him credit for that one. That was crazy how close that the, was. The movie, the movie planned it. Instead. Yeah, so 2015 and then 2016 actually happened. So if you're a betting man in Vegas, you probably would have cleaned up good. It's just for me, just being a sports fan, because uh, I remember it was uh, yeah, Game 7, Progressive Field, better known as the Jake, always the Jake to me. And uh, I remember it was uh, one in extra innings, because Rajay Davis brought it back. And then this was like, I was like a kid, like just in 7th heaven, because I loved my whole life. And then there was just a lot of crazy things, like things with rain delay too. It was just a just a crazy circumstance with that game. But either way, Cubs blew, uh, pulled it out, and I was heartbroken. Like it did good for them because they haven't won it since was it 1907 mm -hmm. or something. And Indians was 1948, so I get it. But just being a a homer with the Indians, 
I was crushed. It's hard to hard to swallow. All right, I'll get off my soapbox now. It's all right. Sorry to bring sorry to bring up a bad memory. So, uh, Doc Dr. Marty. Number eight. Remember Biff's Paradise Club? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah he's, sorry. He's the luckiest man in the world. Mm-hmm. Number eight. This one, uh, the movie Twister. With Bill Paxton. Ironically, his name's Bill in the movie. Nice. Bill Harding. Bill and Joe Harding. So, and that was played by Helen Hunt. So, Bill and Joe were supposed to be getting divorced, and Bill's gonna get remarried to some like uh, psychologist, psychologist, or something. Yeah, whatever she is, yeah, like, medical. Some. Okay, one of them head shrink people. Mm-hmm. So he needs Joe to sign the divorce papers, and that's why he catches up with her. But through that whole time, because you know, obviously he used to be a tornado chaser with the crew. He sees, he still loves her. And he has that like iconic line there too, was just a, a moment between those two on screen. Like, like why can't, like something, something, I can't remember offhand, I apologize, but like, you know, can't you see what, like, what, what's right in front of you kind of thing? Or whatever it was, but just like that moment there, like you could tell they're still in love. So anyways, in the end, they don't get divorced. So just them two alone. I'd like to give out a trivia, uh, a trivia, um, contest for all our listeners. Um, if you can tell me the name of the machine that uh, Bill Paxton used to uh, to chase some of them tornadoes, if you can tell me the name of it, uh, there may be some free candle swag um, and a drawing from Soda City Candle Company. Uh, just email um, movieprofessors at gmx.com. M O V I E. P R O F E S S O R S at gmx.com. Simple as that. Free merch. Sounds pretty damn good to me. Mm. I'm not going to say it. You might want some merch. <laughs> okay. Thanks for the save. <laughs> uh, where am I? Uh, number 11. I'm in 11. Yeah. Number 11. We got uh, Francesca and Robert Bridges of Madison County, Clint Eastwood. Yeah, I, I, Meryl Streep and classics. Yeah, being a Clint Eastwood director in that film, I could definitely see you having that there. Yeah. Part of my honorable mentions once again, not making the cut, but good pick. Mm-hmm. So for me, number seven, this is a Kurt Russell one. Overboard. <laughs> Overboard. So, with that movie, well, his real life girlfriend or longtime significant other, Goldie Hawn, she is like this. Her name's uh, Joanna Staten. That's Slayton, but Staten was her name. So, she was uh, overprivileged for her whole life. So, she's, she's just a bitch, too, in that movie. So, she, what happens is. Uh, she falls overboard and her husband's like pretty happy about it because he can't stand her really <laughs> and then she ends up in like the loony bin because that's where they find her she doesn't know who she is she has amnesia and then uh, she stiffed uh, Dean Prophet played by uh, Kurt Russell in that movie his pay because he was supposed to do some contract work and she never paid him because it wasn't good enough that's how rich people stay rich by the way they don't pay so he's like I'm going to get back at her so he tricks her that it, that he picks her up from the loony bin and says oh that's his wife 
and she he tries to make her think that they're married and stuff and does all this stuff and make it look like they were in a relationship just to get back at her kind of thing. And the thing is, they end up falling in love at the end when all the truth comes out. So, plus them being a real-life power couple, that's why I put them there. Yeah, yeah. And they have been together for a long time. This next one for me is a, a real zinger. It's from The Goonies. <laughs> you guys, is Chunk and Sloth. Great rocking <laughs> Hey, you want a baby breath? Baby. <laughs> Gee, mister, you're even hungrier than I am. <laughs> uh, Sloth, also played by Oakland Raiders football player John Matusek. And he was from Wisconsin. And he was a crazy bastard. Yeah. I guess. Also featured in another John Cusack film for a quick bit part was uh, One Crazy Summer. Have you seen that movie? <laughs> yes. The, that biker with the goofy hair. Yeah. yeah. He goes over the bridge with that crotch rocket. Yeah. Gets all the like when he comes out of the water, he gets like a like, fish like biting his hair and stuff. Dude, uh, side note: when you brought that up, sorry, uh, I hate to do this, but uh, one crazy summer, I used to watch that movie when I was a kid, and I would laugh my ass off because Bobcat Goldweight uh, puts ah! on puts on that Godzilla <laughs> costume, and he ends up smashing that little miniature set that he's at that well, that village. Yeah, because it was <laughs> he put that... someone through a cigar, and then it, it landed Bill in his mouth. Yeah, the guy that played with Bill Hickey, he's like he was like the rich granddad, and he flipped it, and it landed in his mouth. So he comes out of the bushes with this uh, life size, like a. Uh, basically Godzilla suit on Godzilla. Yeah. and there's smoke coming out of his mouth and he's trying to get his head off of the costume and he's stomping around on this little miniature because they're going to like build uh, like a Sorry. condominiums or something yeah. and it's all set up uh, like by poolside and he's smashing it just like in Godzilla's like in slow motion <laughs> it's so funny I, I don't know I love that part I love that movie too oh yeah Godzilla get out of this man So number six, I hope Troy has this on here. Number six for me, a coming of age film from the 80s. Can't buy me love. I have Ronald Miller by Ah. Patrick Dempsey and then uh, Amanda Peterson. I can't remember her name. Do you remember her name? Um, In the movie? Amanda Peterson's real name. Um, No, but she she died a couple years ago. She did. She had a car accident. She, uh, oh no, was it drugs? drugs too? Because, okay, yeah, she, okay. she was born, she was born in Colorado, ended up dying in Colorado. Beautiful girl, but the price of show business obviously got to her throughout the yeah. years. So, Can't Buy Me Love, quick synopsis. Ronald Miller was played by McDreamy. He wasn't that at the time. He was a dork, mowing lawns and stuff. So, she's the popular girl, Amanda Pearson. She accidentally spills uh, wine on this thing that she could bother from her mom's investor or something like that because it was suede. That blouse. Yeah. <clears throat> so Patrick Dempsey <clears throat> offers because he has the money to buy it for her so it replaces her mom doesn't find out but she has to make him popular and pretend that they dated. And uh, yeah, good movie overall. Yeah, it's a good, it was a good movie. Underrated 80s, 80s movie. But... Okay, last thing. My name is Ronald, not Donald. <laughs> Well, going out with me is not going to make me popular. Um, well, I have uh, uh, $6,000 that says it will. <laughs> I didn't have it on my list, though. I probably... I would have. That would be a complete honorable mention. I am up to... Uh, so, number nine was... Oh, Jesus. Number nine was uh, a match 
for the Rose and Jack that takes me to number eight. This is sort of a, uh, I'm a big Clint Eastwood fan, uh, as everyone knows. Uh, <laughs> so this is Philo Beto and Clyde, the orangutan from uh, which Every way. Which Way But Loose and Any Which Way You Can. Um, not really, uh, they weren't a romantic couple or anything like that, but he was like his, his best friend. He like took care of him and stuff and it wasn't really like a pet. I mean, but he treated him like he was, a, you know, like his best friend, you know. And he was uh, eating Oreo cookies and, uh, he, you know, he, he worked at a junkyard, so he's taking cars apart for him and stuff like that. And he was beating up them bikers, <laughs> the Black Widows. Remember when he took him to the zoo to get him <laughs> to get him uh, a girlfriend, okay. and he threw a banana in there, and he gave him a shot. The Clyde was supposed to give a shot to knock out one of the female orangutans so that he could get a girlfriend, and he ended up shooting himself in the ass with it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a good pick. Yeah, I don't know if I can compete with my next one, but uh, number five. This is how I worded it. There's just too much to there's no. There's too many movies to count from the 80s with these guys. So I got Corey Haim and Corey Feldman in any 80s movie they ever starred in. <laughs> yeah. For number five. Yeah. Okay, kids, you had a, a Dream a Little Dream. You had License to Drive. Then there was also The Lost Boys. I could go on all day with those two, but those two in any 80s movies, just romance, period. Yeah. Yeah, they were like, uh, in the 80s, the, uh, the it, like guys to get that were in like a kids movie you're looking for 12 to 16 year old kid Corey, Fame, Corey Feldman Corey Haim top of the list all the time and I think uh, there could have been some demons uh, in their um, you know their adolescence you know with all Hollywood stuff and how how much people were going to do to um, get them you know some I think some sexual conduct was taking place behind the scenes with a lot of those parties that they were getting invited to at that age. From my understanding of the, the, the film Lucas, something happened with Corey uh, Aim mm. and Charlie Sheen, allegedly. Damn. Speaking of which, because uh, there was a documentary that came out Corey Feldman had. Uh, it was called The Rape of Two Corys. It was, I think, available for a limited period of time. And uh, you had to pay almost like 20 bucks for it or 10 bucks for it online. And that talked about something that happened where supposedly, allegedly, Charlie Sheen assaulted Corey Haim. Oh, wow. So. Mm. Well, I read Corey Feldman's book. He's got a book out. And uh, I read a, a book about, there was like a party that he went to. Um, you know, Hollywood at that time, you know, they were throwing these big parties. And these guys were like 12, 13 years old. They were getting invited to go to these parties of people who were like 40, you know, 30. You know, a lot of money and stuff like that. But then ended up like... Oh, you know, just come here and look at this. It's a line of cocaine. Yeah. Like, giving them alcohol, cocaine, getting into clubs. So, yeah. Just not getting a, taken advantage of, you know. Not, not a good mix for a 13-year-old. No. All right. Sorry, oh, I got kind of... keep sniffling. Oh, yeah. I'll congest. I'm COVID-free, though. Don't worry. Right. Okay. Number seven for me. I know you said the Karate Kid. I had a Karate Kid, but I got Allie and Daniel. Yeah, I thought I thought about doing that, but it was originally Johnny's girl. Yeah. Well, Daniel ended up with her, so. Yeah. 
Ralph Macho was the oldest kid of the set. I think he was in his mid 20s or early 20s almost. Yeah, he's like 27 playing a 16 year old kid. <laughs> Still has an age. Yeah. Well, I, gotta, I wish I could watch that now. Uh, IMDb.com. You can watch it for free with ads. So, another romance. Uh, number four. Point Break. Oh. I got Johnny Utah, played by uh, Keanu Reeves, and Bodie, played by Swayze. Because uh, that was a uh, perfect example of a, a bromance. Because uh, Johnny Utah, undercover you know, FBI agent, Bodie being the serial bank robber, and there's a point in the movie where like, he's climbing the fence, you know, they all have the president's mask on, and then Johnny Utah realizes he's a friend, and he could have shot him when he's climbing the fence, but he, was, he loved him so much that he just shoots in the air and goes, Could no! do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Romance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even at the end, when he had him handcuffed, he could have took, took him in. And he was, he was uh, getting ready to go surf Bells Beach, Australia. He knew he wouldn't miss a seven-year storm, or 50-year storm. Yeah. <laughs> and he let him go. Come on, man, where am I going to go? Cliffs on both sides. I'm not going to paddle to New Zealand. <laughs> what do you say, compadre? Yeah. <laughs> uh, number five for me. Um, great baseball movie, Bull Durham. Do you have, I thought about putting it in there. I know what you're going to say. I got Andy Savoy. And Crash Davis. You could have put in Nuke. Yeah. Put, could, have, could have put in Nuke, but I think that was more of a, uh, a fun thing where yeah. I think she was, like, she really liked, loved Crash. She fell in love with Crash. Yeah, she did. But she taught Nuke how to pitch and throw out of his eyeballs. Curveball. Yeah. Real life couple. Yeah. Rose goes on the outside, big guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, damn it, that was, I, I thought we'll put that in there. So then I'm down to number two already. Oh. Because number three is a match with the uh, Footloose. Number two. Uh, Humphrey Bogart and Ingrid Bergman. This is Hail Troy's last Damn, one. man. You went a classic. This is a cla- classic Blanca. You got so, so Humphrey Bogart, Rick Blaine, who's running that place in Morocco. And his old flame, Elsa, just uh, they cross paths again. And then moment you know they have where here's looking at you kid mm. and uh with all the bars in the world you have holding the mind <laughs> so with the nostalgia with that one that's why i put it for number two okay yeah, it was an old school one there you got a you had one for star wars earlier you know you said the chewbacca one <clears throat> with han solo i got star wars for number three for me i got princess leia and han solo just because they actually kiss where Chewie didn't get no foreplay. Yeah. Fur play. <laughs> so this puts me on my number one. Cue it up. I, I hope this is it. Um, I want to say it first before I got to queue it up, but I want to say it first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the hottest film in 1987. The VHS cost an arm and a leg damn near a hundred bucks to buy at the time when it came out. <laughs> Dirty Dancing with uh, Johnny and Baby for number one. 
Johnny and Baby, what do you got? I have it for my number two, actually. Oh, my. I know, but still. Nobody puts Baby in the corner. That's why you don't put it for number two, you don't put it in the corner. Yeah. Oh. I like that line that he gives Robbie, uh, the waiter at uh, Kellerman's. Uh, he goes, uh, you think you could, uh, Robbie goes to Johnny, he goes, um, you think you could handle that? And he, he goes to him, he goes, uh, you just put your pickle on everyone's plate and leave the hard stuff to us. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that is such a great movie. Um, I used to think when I was younger, I used to think that that was kind of a chick flick. Because my mom really liked it. And I was like, oh, I can't like the same movie my mom likes, but... Then as I got a little older, I like had a lot more appreciation for Patrick Swayze, and, and I was like, other, "Damn, he's like cool." Like I don't know, man. You had the time of your life with that. You did. <sighs> Some hungry eyes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Eric Carmen. <laughs> so that takes me to num- my number one. Are you gonna be gone with the wind with this one? Uh, close. Or gone like the wind. That's what. Yeah, was. she's like the wind. She's like the wind. Damn it. Yeah, she. Uh, uh, this movie, one of my all-time favorite movies, True Romance. Alabama and Clarence. So, yeah, you have never seen that movie, so no. You're looking at me like I just. You're like, can you explain it real quick, though? So. so, in the movie, Clarence is played by Christian Slater. Uh, he's kind of a kind of a nerd. Uh, he's a loner. Oh yeah. He he, on his birthday, he goes to a movie theater every year, and uh, his boss pays. For Alabama was played by Patricia Arquette, who is fire ass hot Back in the then. movie. In the movie, yeah. um, to meet him there and act like it was a, a, a out of the blue meeting, but she was paid to meet, meet him, and they hook up, and he like he thinks it's, it's completely like uh, unreal that she would go for a guy like him, and she finds out that she's a prostitute, and then he says that he doesn't care. They end up fallen in love and he wants to take her away from the prostitution she's only been doing it for a couple days but he wants to marry her and get her out of that life and just be be happy together so she goes to he goes to her pimp's house played by uh gary oldman drexel (laughs) gets in a fight with him ends up killing him uh takes a bag that he thinks is her clothing and ends up being a bag full of cocaine so in the movie, he's basically being chased now by Drexel's men to get this cocaine back, and he's trying to get rid of the cocaine, doesn't want anything to do with it. Um, it's sort of a uh, modern day, it was, uh, the movie's f- from like uh, 1992, and uh, it's a uh, twist on like a gangster film, but like they're like the modern day Bonnie and Clyde. You know, they're on the run, and it's, uh, their love for each other keeps them together, and they go through a lot of shit in the movie. But it's uh, it's really, it's really cool. But Val Kilmer plays a small part in there. Uh, Clarence is a big Elvis Presley fan. Yeah. So whenever he's uh, faced with a conundrum, he kind of goes off into the bathroom and he ends up uh, having this inner voice talk to him, and it's it's Elvis Presley, and it's uh, actually Val Kilmer who's playing Elvis Presley yeah. and telling him kind of like uh, what he should do and. WWE. Yeah. <laughs> what would Elvis do? Yeah. All right. So there you go. There's our top 50. Uh, the total tally for, for matches uh, on this, which seriously, we had more than I thought we'd. I thought we'd maybe have four or five. Yeah. We end up having 14. Pretty solid. That's a lot. I think it might be the most. So, 
Dismissed.